episode of two peas on a pod i'm jason back here again as always with dale and today we're going to do a news show for you a lot of news going around a lot of summer movies and uh yeah man how's it going well good man i'm just on the road right now so if you hear any weird stuff or me cussing at random people just be aware (laughs) absolutely from the usual yeah yeah, um, I hadn't really been watching a whole lot of stuff lately, so we can just completely skip that. I've started Game of Thrones. That's probably the only thing that is worth mentioning. And I'm trying to catch up to your massive undertaking. Yeah, I took a week to get through the whole series. <laughs> you watched, what, uh, five, six seasons? Uh, five and a half. Uh, 50, wow. 56 episodes of an hour, on an average, an hour long uh, each. Did you say 56 episodes? Yeah, they just... God, uh, damn. Last Sunday was, uh, I think, the sixth episode of season six. Wow. But, uh, yeah, looking forward to getting into that. Uh, you know, kind of like you probably, you just heard so many people talking about it, you just said, what the fuck? Yeah, it warrants it to me, man. I really enjoy it. It's highly addictive. Uh, I love the actors in it. The only thing yeah. I'd seen Peter Dinklage in before was, uh, you mentioned Elf. People did that, but what the hell else was that I saw? Oh, uh, X-Men Last Stand, I guess. Well, they oh, yeah, that. yeah. I uh, forgot he was in that. Yeah, and that's the only thing I'd seen him in before, before uh, checking out Game of Thrones, and he's freaking excellent. He was in The Knights of Badassdom or some shit like that. Yeah, he sure was. He was. I saw that, and that, that wasn't too great. And uh, he was in that movie where... Um, Who was it? Uh, somebody played a. Uh, it was Matthew McConaughey was the main star, but uh, his brother was uh, <laughs> somebody. Uh, he was playing a dwarf when he wasn't an actual dwarf. Oh, Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman. That's it. That's exactly it. Yep. And uh, Peter Dinklage was like Gary Oldman's sidekick, who was like just a booze hound and just constantly getting a lot of poon and stuff. That sounds a lot like him in Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. That may have actually been before Game of Thrones was even on, which 
kind of is what catapulted him into superstardom. Yeah. I hope he continues to do well, to do well post Game of Thrones, because uh, I know how hard it is for, uh, you know, uh, George to get like, good roles in movies. Uh, always oh, yeah. I mean, unless you need an elf or a leprechaun or a, you know, a Wizard of Oz, you know, Oompa Loompa, you're pretty much yeah. out of, you know, out of work. Uh, but he's he's got really good acting chops. That's why I don't want. Oh, him. totally. Yeah. Like that. He's awesome. <clears throat> yeah, it's he nice to see him getting. Own. It's nice to see him getting like legitimate roles too, you know. Yeah, exactly. Because he, I mean, he's playing opposite like seasoned British actors, great actors, and uh, he's holding his own against them. You know what else he was in was Pixels. I didn't see that, but I do remember seeing him in the cast that coming through. And they didn't really even make any mention of, you know, the fact that he was a little person. Sure. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I just wanted to mention, uh, you know, X-Men, the, uh, what is it, Apocalypse or whatever the hell it's called. Yeah. Was started last Friday, and then uh, today, I guess, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 starts. Into the Shadows, or whatever the hell the subtitle of the movie is. Do you have any desire to see any of those? Uh, well, I mean, I like the other two X-Men, but I've heard this one's not that great. Really? Oh. Uh, yeah, they like they just did too much crap, apparently. And the Apocalypse storyline is not that great. But I've still checked it out. I have no desire to see Ninja Turtles 2, really. Uh, although I would rather see it than the first one because at least it has Bebop and Rocksteady acting like, you know, Venus yeah. and Andy, I guess. That, <laughs> that's the only uh, thing that I really care. Well, actually, I take that right. back. There's a lot of stuff in that in that second movie that I want to see. Like, Super Shredder's in there. Krang, Bebop, Rocksteady. Like, <clears throat> that's all of my favorite things from the cartoon, you know. Yeah. Or, not not Super Shredder, but you know I like Super Shredder in the Secret of the Ooze movie. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I've seen a ton of uh, promos for it and the figures for it and stuff like that, so they're really pushing. I don't. We'll see how well it does. I don't imagine it's going to do that well, man. I mean, I'm just taking a guess. Yeah, I don't think. That's probably why they're throwing all these characters in there. To try to yeah. get anybody to come out of the woodwork to see. Well, I was thinking that, that Michael Bay was directing it, but he's not doing it. He's working on any Transformers. Yeah, he, he like, produced it or something. <clears throat> oh, he did yeah, he's producing one. it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's still got the feel of Michael Bay all over, at least in the trailers, I can just say. I, I, I mean, I don't know. I haven't seen the first films. I can't really talk shit about it, but it's just not something I care about seeing. Almost, though. They did a very good job of making me want to see that second movie. Yeah. I think it's a trick. Yeah, totally. Uh, 
it's kind of like, but, uh, uh, you know, I've always sat back and watched that, what, what, the fourth or fifth Transformers movie, just because it had Dinobots. And, oh, uh, Jesus. It didn't have the one with Wahlberg? Yeah. And, How uh, was that? It's fucking terrible. It's really bad. Is it? Really bad. Uh, it made, like, $6 billion. Of course it did. It does really well overseas. Yeah. Which is why I think half of it takes place overseas. Like, Grimlock is found in, like, the Mekong River or some shit. Like, Jerry yeah. Wade pulls him out, and then he just goes around smashing shit up. <clears throat> oh, yeah, they're not stupid. That's why, like, a lot of these movies have, you know, Chinese, you know, big Chinese stars in them. You know, not not major roles or anything, but they're in there to play to their main audience, because that's where they're making the chunk of their money. Yeah. Was in China. Oh. Oh. I, I'm definitely going to check out the new X Men. I want to. I want to see it before it leaves the theaters. Um, I didn't see Captain America either. I haven't seen. I haven't seen any big summer movies. The only thing I've seen is is uh, the Angry Birds. But. Uh, <laughs> I do want to see X-Men because, you know, I do like that cast and I like The Last Stand. I've I've liked virtually all the X-Men movies. I'm just a big X-Men fan in general. I've always liked the comics, a big Wolverine fan. I was on the fence with Heath, uh, not Heath, uh, Hugh, uh, Hugh Jackman playing Wolverine to begin with, but I've kind of warmed up to him. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I'll I'll watch it. You know, judge for myself because people—I mean, people were split on the Last Stand too, and I thought it was a great movie. Oh yeah, I saw the scene all of it. I don't know that I remember the Apocalypse storyline. Is that when Jean Grey turns into Phoenix? Uh, I, I don't remember, man. I know it was big in the nineties, but. You know, it's about probably that time, is. comics were like just doing all these weird storylines and shit, you know, with multiple covers and crap. When did it fall? Oh, yeah. Right before it fell, I guess. You know, like the the Cold Wars for Spider-Man and shit. Or the Cold yeah. Saga, I guess it was. Uh, but, <clears throat> I, I'd like yeah. to see Captain America. Because I did enjoy Winter Soldier a lot. I like Winter Soldier a lot, too. I heard it was kind of slow in parts. I was going to take the kids to see it, but I didn't really want to make them sit through a movie that they may not like, you know? Yeah. I I went out on a limb, and I took them to see Ant-Man last year, and they loved it. So we saw saw Ant-Man and something else last year, which I probably wouldn't have even seen that in the theater if it wasn't for them. You know, just an excuse to leave the house and something to do, you know? Yeah. And uh, I'm glad they're finally at an age where I can do that with them. You know, and they actually yeah, have a good time. But uh, I just haven't really found anything that I think they particularly enjoy. I think X-Men may be a little too dark for them. Plus, they're going to have all kinds of questions about continuity and 
who is this person and why is she blue and naked? Yeah. And they don't want to be that for Halloween. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you have to deal with that. Why is the woman from Joy uh, blue? Um, Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, yeah. But uh, I guess we can move on. Um, that's, pr- that's pretty much, you know, Baxter Stockman, I guess, is another element that I was interested to, to see in the Ninja Turtles movie. But when it came out to be uh, Tyler Perry, I lost all interest. Yeah, it's interesting. Casting. I, I mean, he may do a fine job. Uh, I mean, it may be a decent movie. I just don't really care to see it. Um, but uh, the next thing I wanted to talk about: Have you seen this video of the uh, this this woman who puts on a Chewbacca mask and just no. laughs like in, for for a good like five minutes? No. Well, it's it's been this viral thing, and everybody's been sharing it all over the place, and. Uh, I watched it the other day just, you know, because whatever. I didn't fucking have anything else to do. And uh, I don't know. It's actually a a decent video. She just buys this mask and just, you know, thinks it's really cool and laughs a lot. Anyway, um, well, anyway, what I wanted to talk about was that woman has gotten a – someone's offered to – a school was offered to give her a free ride in college for some reason. And uh, I don't know why that is, but uh, anyway, a lot of people are really pissed off about that, and I don't really understand why. Uh, I guess for the student loans and shit like that, pissing everybody off. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't. I guess they're jealous. I don't know, but uh, I, I mean, it doesn't. I don't. The, the, I guess people feel like she didn't do anything to earn that, but. Yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was kind of interesting. It's kind of an odd thing to get pissed off about. I mean, let's talk about that damn monkey that got shot at the zoo the other day. You know, let's get pissed off about that. I think that's more legitimate news. Yeah, but anyway. Well, did you want to talk about that? I mean, I don't really know anything about it. I just uh, know that the, the parents are getting death threats, which is overboard. Uh, yeah. And uh, I'm really curious about how that all went down, why the zoo felt the need to shoot the gorilla. The last time a child fell in an enclosure, the gorilla did not hurt the child. You know, they're not uh, chimps. If it was a fucking chimp, the chimp would have ripped his face off. But gorillas are not typically like that. It's probably just policy. They could have tranquilized it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, you know, just just think about it from the zoo's perspective. You know, if that kid did get killed, the zoo would get their ass sued up and down. I get that. I do. I just, like I just said, I don't know all the particulars about it, but. 
just, uh, you know, I hate it. Uh, it's an unfortunate situation. I just, I don't necessarily blame the parents so much as the, I wonder if the zoo did the right thing. If the gorilla was showing yeah. aggression towards a child, yeah, I get that. But, you know, gorillas don't, they don't tend to do that. You know? Uh, I just, and plus there's so fucking few of them left on this world. Yeah. That's, that's my big issue. I, you know, I, I, yeah. I look at it like that too. There's not many of them left and there's billions of us. Uh, you know, uh, what was he? He'd been there like 17 years or something. No problem. Oh, damn. So I, I don't know if somebody jumped a gun on, on shooting. Like I said, I don't know anything about it, but uh, yeah, just an unfortunate situation all the way around. I mean, it is. But these, uh, I mean, these peanut motherfuckers who are uh, wishing death uh, on everybody. Yeah. You know, the, the new activists, the new hipster activists. It's I like how they act because they're far less uh, uh, open-minded. And uh, accepting of the, the people that they bitch about. Yeah. I, I, th- I hope I'm getting that point across right because uh, they just they're fucking militant, but they're all like lanky little pussies. Yeah. Uh, the only thing they can do is scream and yell. Anyway, that's my biggest issue with it. It's just that shit. Yeah. You know, people need to calm the fuck down and stop. You know you know, shitting all over the internet, uh, the first thing that comes to mind. Well, it's, it's not that often you come across a, an angry pothead. Well, I just, I don't know, man, it's just, I don't know, it's like you said, it's unfortunate, but whatever. Yeah, I mean, shit like that happens at a zoo, though. I mean, it's just, it's the cost of doing business, you know. I mean, it's what happens. Shit goes wrong sometimes. So it's, 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 um, I, I'd like to know how the kid got in the enclosure. It should have had something to keep a kid from getting in there. I mean, at that point, the zoo has no concern about that animal anymore. Their concern is about getting that kid out of there, you know, because... I mean, just imagine if the kid got fucking mauled, you know, whatever. Let's say it was a different animal, whatever you want to do in the situation. Let's just say the kid got killed. Say the thing accidentally killed him, whatever. You know, it'd be a whole nother wave of news right now about about that. About all these goddamn goddamn, uh, gorillas, you know, we got to do something about them. Uh, It's just, I mean, there's no way to win that situation, you know. If the kid had gotten killed, and if if they hadn't killed the gorilla, this wouldn't be news right now. We probably wouldn't even know about this shit, you know. Yeah. But it's it's you know just it's something for the media to attach to because it's been a slow news week. Yeah. Oh, that's exactly what it is. And people are heated up. Uh, You know. Anyway, let's talk about these trannies in the bathroom again. Oh, I see them in uh, there all the time uh, now. 
What in you fucking know? It? These motherfuckers are in our bath. I don't. The fuck cares, man? About any of this dumb shit. I mean, it's just keyboard commanders. You know, people are just like calling people. You know, dirty words on the internet. You know, that's all you're. You're not accomplishing anything. No, uh, you're not a social activist if you do that. Get a piece of paper to the screen. I don't do yeah. that. Or, you know, it's the same with uh, the anti-Trump protesters being the way they are. You know, whether you agree with it or not, going out there screaming at him, is it going to do dog shit? Well, I'll tell you what, I'll go ahead and lead into my next uh, news topic on that. Um, Have have you heard about uh, Judd Apatow was talking about, you know, uh, he's championing the new Ghostbusters movie, right? His his yeah. good buddy Paul Feig has directed this masterpiece, a new Ghostbusters movie, and uh, now Judd Apatow has come out to say that he bets that the same people that don't like the new Ghostbusters movie are the people that support Donald Trump. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. that's so stupid. That's infantile. That's something a stupid fucking child would say. Uh, it's just another example of these of these Hollywood types living in their bubble, you know? Yeah. He was trying to do something to get a chuckle and stab at, you know, the candidate he doesn't like at the same time. It's a perfect example of why movie stars and, you know, people in Hollywood don't need to have any involvement at all in, in politics. Oh, yeah. Uh... I mean, why are you going to couple those two things together? Well, the same people who keep bitching about Trump are the same ones who stay silent on Hillary's issues. Mm-hmm. I don't trust either one of them necessarily, but, you know, Hillary is, she's legitimately under investigation by the FBI, and she's running for yeah. president. Yeah. But they won't talk about that. Because it doesn't fit, it's not comfortable for them. You know, these are the people who scan for everything, they throw everything that's uncomfortable out, and keep what they want, yeah. you know, what whatever helps their agenda in. That's all it is. Nothing there. Well, I mean, Judd Apatow, they're trying to paint this movie like, you know, if you don't like this movie, you're like a conservative Republican. They're, well, they're trying to make the movie out like it's 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 all of our duties to go and see it and like it, a yeah, part of a know. you know progressive society. Exactly. Like fuck that shit. It's a stupid fucking bullshit movie. I mean, I haven't seen it or anything, but I'm just saying. I mean, it's just a movie. Yeah. It it's not like the first social change, social issues like that. Yeah. Uh, which doesn't work like that, and it's it's uh, really, it's shitty to do that, or uh, guilt people into watching. If you have to guilt somebody into watching your movie, you're a piece of shit. That's exactly what they're doing. Uh, so just, I mean, just you've by got, the shit uh, they say, I won't watch it. You've got Patton Oswalt coming out, Dane Cook, you know, stars all over the place. 
that I haven't even seen the movie coming out defending it, saying, "Oh, these, uh, you know, these these Ghostbusters haters are, you know, they're messed up and they need to chill out." And you know, uh, Melissa McCarthy came out the other day and said that she just hopes that the the Ghostbusters haters can find a friend. I mean, what kind of defense is that in people not liking your movie? I mean, you're, you're like, attacking them personally when they're saying they don't like your movie. I mean, you don't like a Michael Bay movie. They don't come out and say, well, it's because you, you don't like guys with big dicks and have a lot of money. <laughs> you know, or some dumb shit like that. You know, I don't know. Oh, I know. I know. You just hate super masculine dudes. It's, uh... I don't know. I don't know why people are making movies like fucking Ghostbusters into a social issue when it's not. And divisive when it shouldn't be. I don't I think it's trailers are like dog shit. No, yeah, yeah, totally. That that's the biggest problem, I think. It's like I told you, when I saw Angry Birds, they showed the original trailer, not the new trailer that had been released like a couple of weeks earlier. That looked even worse than the first trailer. But I I think all this like backpedaling and all this finger pointing, it really shows that they're scared this movie's not going to do well. They're scared to death. And and they've gotten critics afraid to say negative things about it because they're going to be pandered. It's it's fucked up. It's it's bullying is what it is. Yeah. Uh, it's it's PC bullshit that that is allowing this stuff to happen. Like. Uh, I mean, I don't think that we need to to have a woman champion movie. We, we've done that already. We're, we're we're past that point, you know. Shit, they were having strong female leads back in the eighties and before that, you know, the seventies. Uh, oh man, it, I mean, it's... none of these none of these women in this Ghostbusters, all of them together, are not even a drop in the bucket compared to Britney. In the first two alien movies. Or the second one, I'd say, it's aliens. You know, then you have Linda Hamilton, who was a badass in uh, Terminator 2. So, I mean, it's, it's well, something new. They, so, they I, couldn't I, hold a candle to her. No. Uh, but this is almost, uh, I don't know. I, it's. it's it, it, it's funny to me that they will sit there and act like this is uh, championing uh, social issues and all that, but the black woman is not a scientist or as smart as a white woman. She just works in the fucking subway. It's it's demeaning. I mean, it, it's... It is. It's, I mean, not only is it, like, super stereotypical, you know? Yeah. She just showed up because she knows New York and her uncle has a car. I mean, look, I know New York. Yeah, it's... It seems offensive, man. I mean, to me, but I guess she's female, so it's okay. I mean, it's... I don't know. Uh, It's... You know, I didn't think of of uh, you know Ernie Hudson being the black guy or the urban guy or however you want to classify him. You know, 
He never came across the same. It, it never crossed my mind even that he was a different race. You know, it's now like they're 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 pointing it out and focusing on it. Yeah. Well, and yeah, also just I, the fact that they even had to have somebody of a different race. You know, why not make them all black, you know? Well, you know, instead of just being like, well, we're all equal, we all can do the same shit. That's what they should be doing. They're like, okay, she's, these are women. They can do what, what men do. Uh, she's black. She can do what white women do. Uh, Why not just make right a good movie? Yeah. That's what bothered me when they first announced that. Uh, that that they were just trying to cram that in. Uh, yeah. You know, take an already pre-existing uh, property and, uh, and doing that with it. It's all... I mean, it, it, from the beginning, you know, when... Uh, you know, whenever it, it transferred over, you know, after uh, Harold Ramis passed away and they pretty much gave up on Ghostbusters 3, you know, they've been trying to get made for like, 20 years. And yeah. then they, you know, they come up on this and Ball Feed gets attached and it just gets pushed through and pushed through and they get this bullshit script. They did away with all the older scripts and rewrote this thing for his actors. He knew what he wanted and they wrote the script around it. That's not yeah. that's not how you do things. You write a script, then you find people to play those parts. Yep. You had this idea of making it all females from day one, and that's why it's not going to be a good movie. But that's just my opinion. I agree with you, Sam. Um, I mean, I'm not even really pissed off that they're re- that they're remaking it. I mean, they've remade everything. I really give much of a shit about anyway. They're remaking Gremlins. You know, they haven't remade Jaws yet, but they're, that's I'm sure that's coming whenever Spielberg decides to let it happen. But uh, well. I it's gonna make a ton of money. Yeah, it just, I mean, every time I've seen this trailer with an audience, which is like three or four times now I've watched it with an audience, it just amazes me that people are laughing at the jokes and, you know, actually giving a shit about what's going on. It's just like the audience is just stupid today. The audience is just full of fucking idiots, which is why the movies are shit. I watched very much. Oh, I did too. You know, it's uh, it has the Saturday Night Live mentality to it, to me. Yeah. Uh, Not in a yeah, good Saturday way. Saturday Night Live is uh, modern Saturday Night Live is something nobody needs to emulate. It is <laughs> awful. You know, I watched uh, what is it? Two weeks ago, I watched it for the first time in years, and it it disgusted me how stupid it was. It was just absolute shit. It's, it's lowest common denominator. Yeah, it's like I don't. I, that the fact that none of the uh, people on there just had any real charisma or anything, you know? Yeah. I know I say this as somebody who loved Chris Farley, and I know people ripped on him, but I think he did have charisma, and I do like him. Uh, but to me, I like everybody on Saturday Night Live, but uh, Saturday Night Live has had some good people on there. It, has, it doesn't now. 
It doesn't have right. good writers either. No, I think Kristen Wiig's extremely talented. I, I was a big fan of hers when she was on Saturday Night Live. Um, <clears throat> uh, I don't know. Anyway, I guess we can move on. That's really nothing we haven't already said before. <clears throat> I'm not that far away from my whole thing. Um, um, let's see. Well, I guess we can go ahead and, and move on then. Well, what I was uh, want to bring up was the reshoots for Rogue One. Oh yeah. Uh, which uh, yeah, I don't know how much of it's real and how much of it is uh, you know just crap. I've been hearing here that J.J. Abrams is actually being brought in to help do reshoots and stuff like that. Oh really? It doesn't speak well for the movie, and it doesn't speak well for uh, Garrett Edwards. Um. I'm hearing that it was, they say it was too much like a war movie, which I would love to see a Star Wars movie that's more like a war movie. Uh, like they have a certain template they're trying to follow. So they're going to reshoot, I've heard up to 40% of it, which is awful. Really? God, that's a lot, man. Yeah. Um,. I don't know. I don't really know what to think about that other than I mean, you're working with Disney, man. They're they're going to have a uh they had an opinion of what they wanted this movie to be and they've got a fucking like huge team of, you know, people that are going to be, you know, examining it and, you know, putting an opinion on it and if they don't like it, they're going to redo it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. You know, Garrett Edwards is still attached, so I, I, I don't... Like I said, man, I don't know how much of it's just bullshit and how much of it's true. I think, I think I'm think i hearing enough crap to say that, yeah, reshoots are happening, and that's about it. Well, you know, I don't know. Um, yeah, exactly. You don't know what's true and what's not at this point. I mean, they're not... You know, you talk about a hush hush set. Yeah. Um it it could be speculation for all we know. Well it's just uh I mean, interesting, you know, that uh, yeah, that was dropped out of Godzilla two uh a few weeks back and now this. Yeah. Makes you think, doesn't it? It, it makes me think he was given, you know, too many big projects. Uh, too fast. Uh, He's very well burning out, man. But what I don't think, God, you know, going back and looking at Godzilla, there are glaring issues I have with them. And uh, sure. I think Edwards needed to be more seasoned to deal with something like that. I don't hate the movie by any means. I do like it, but him pulling away from every piece of action was not a good idea. Uh, yeah. You know, and they they can't keep doing that. So it, was, it honestly worried me a bit when I heard he was doing uh, the rest of the, the trilogy. But now yeah. that he's not, now I'm worried about who the fuck they're going to get into anyway. Well, obviously, I haven't started shooting it yet. What's the release date on it? Do you know? They pushed it back to 2019. 
shit. Which is what, five years since uh, the other one? Yeah. Um, well, originally you just imagine the pressure this dude is under. I mean, Godzilla was one thing. This is a completely different animal, man. Yeah, like, I know. I know. I mean, this is this is your release date. Like, you got to do it by this date. And the studio is breathing down his neck every step of the way. I can only imagine oh, yeah. how much pressure that is for a, for a director, and 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 God knows you you can't really have any artistic integrity, you know. Oh no! I mean, they're going to take know, all that uh, away. Uh, this is a uh, like a, a, a prequel kind of thing. So Darth Vader's in it, uh, which I think is neat. Like I said, I I could, you know, if it's like. What Edward's doing, I could see it being darker, and uh, like a dark war movie kind of thing would be awesome. I saw the, the the trailer for it, the teaser, and the teaser looked good. Yeah, it did. But uh, you know, it uh, that series is begging for something like that. I don't understand why they can't have something with a little bit different of a tone, because they, they've got the regular series they're working on, and other, you know, uh, one shots or whatever they're doing. Yeah. Why not try it out and see how well it does? If it does really well, do it again. If it doesn't, you still made a ton of money to the Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, well, <clears throat> they need to start branching out and stop trying to appeal to all the fanboys. You need to make a decent movie. Let it stand on its own, you know. That's what I was hoping Me too. Uh, but we'll see, man. Um, I, you know, this whole the whole Star Wars thing, I've been kind of up in the air on, you know. Anyway, which yeah, did we ever talk about the first film? You saw it, right? Uh, the Force Awakens. Yeah, we mentioned it a little bit last time, but uh, have we? Yeah, yeah. We'll just. Oh, okay. We did talk about it on here. Okay. I uh, I couldn't remember if we did or not, but. Uh, yeah, well, I guess we can just move on from that. Um, I guess we'll just see. You know, we'll definitely hear more about that in the news in the next six months. Yeah. But, uh, well, one other thing I wanted to mention real quick was uh, Scream Factory is going to be releasing a new Blu-ray of The Thing. Oh, really? Yeah, so that that will be interesting to see. I don't know if they're doing a new transfer. I would imagine they are, which... If it's the new transfer, I'm probably going to have to buy it because the other transfer is so amazing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. That's why I'm trying to figure out what all they'll do with it, you know. Maybe uh, we can get like a 7.1 uh, surround. Dude, the sound of this other Blu-ray, it's fantastic. I know. But, uh, it's I, one uh, I always point to. When you know people talk about Blu-ray, I say the thing, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You want to know the difference between DVD and Blu-ray? Watch the thing. Uh, I actually brought that, so uh, I know Matt's going to want to watch uh, the, uh, the Blu-ray on that uh, Bose speaker. So. Oh, yeah. Let's do it, man. Yeah. Let me know when you do it. I want to come over and see it. Yeah. I want to hear how, how it sounds. Um, 
But uh, yeah, they're, they're Blu-ray for Rabbit. That's just something I still need to pick up. Yeah. Yeah, the only the only thing that holds me back on buying a lot of their stuff is price. Yeah, and the fact that some of this already has good releases. Yeah. Well, decent releases, you know. Yeah, it's a good gamble to go with the thing because you know people are going to buy that. Oh yeah. I've got like at least two versions on DVD and a Blu-ray, a VHS. Well, they released uh, Prince of Darkness. Yeah, and that's a really good one, too. It's got great special features. That's That, to me, is what will uh, determine whether I'll pick that up. Uh, what about In the Mouth of Madness? I don't think they put that out. That's something they should do. I don't know that it has enough of a following. Um... One of the big studios put that out, whoever whoever originally released it, I think. Um, it, it was a decent transfer, though, on, on In the Mouth of Madness. You know, I'm a big fan of that one. I, I picked it up yeah. early. And uh, I, I've watched it. I think I've just watched it with the uh, commentary on. As, uh, there may have been a new commentary. It may have been no new features on it. I don't remember. It was a couple of years ago. But um, let's see. I guess we can go ahead and move on. Um, I guess on that same topic, uh, John Carpenter is going to be pro- one of the producers on the new Halloween movie. Yeah, I did read that. Uh, I, I know you're not a huge slasher fan or anything, but do you have any do you have any thoughts or opinions on on uh, how that'll be? Uh, well, hold on one second for me, man. Somebody just sure. had an accident in front of me. Not a bad one. Don't know how to drive, so I'm not saying it. That. Uh, I don't know. I really don't know, man. Uh, Carpenter hasn't been a, a great director in quite a while. This may be something yeah. that helps him out. I don't know. But uh, this is something that, you know, years ago I would have thought, well, that's cool. You know, I'll check it out. Because I do like this yeah. Halloween book. Uh, yeah. But, uh now I just don't know. I don't know if if he's by being involved is he just lending his name or is he actually going to be working? Uh, it's probably gonna be name only, man. Uh, that's what he's done with some of the other ones. Yeah, so if that's the case. So, uh, I have no reason to be. People are jizzing all over the place. I don't really know. You know, I mean. Who knows if it's even going to get made? <laughs> oh, yeah. Is it another reboot, or is it like uh, another Rob Zombie thing? I don't know. I think it's a, another sequel in the in the new, you know, the new uh, world or whatever. I guess the Rob Zombie world, but a third installment in that movie. As far as I know, I, I really don't don't know. It could be a whole new reboot. 
It'd be funny if they went and made a made a sequel to like the last non Rob Zombie version. Yeah, they just they just choose to ignore those. <laughs> yeah, like the fucking hillbilly, the trailer trash zombie. It wouldn't surprise <sighs> me, man. They keep they keep doing all sorts of weird stuff now. You know, uh, skipping over. The previous films, reboot, reboot, all this crap. Uh, they, they put too much fucking thought in this shit is their problem. They put too much thought, too yeah. much money. Like, we need to keep in mind the original Friday the 13th, which is another movie that, you know, they've been talking about trying to get off the ground. There's been a little bit of news here and there, who's attached, who's not. Um, nothing's really in stone yet on whether or not they're doing it. But, I mean, just... Put, you know, $10 million on it and give it to a new director and let them do something, you know? Why are you so yeah. invested? Like, why why do you have to put so much money down? It's it's not, you know, it's not brain surgery. Let a competent director do it who's not that expensive and let them go, man. Let them run with it. Stay the fuck out of their business. It's a slasher movie. It's not a whole lot to it. Yeah, go back to the old, like, uh, I mean, dude, I think they really need a slash, uh, no pun intended, but slash the budgets down to yeah. a manageable level so nobody's under any huge, like, heat, you know, thinking that, oh, God, I've got like $100 million, I've got to, I've got to put all that on screen. Give them, yeah. you know, like 10 to 20 and let them build them. Yeah. If, if I, I think I've said this before, man. If, if they're a good director... And worth investing in, they can do it. If they're not, yeah. that's it. And then they'll bring another one in. You know, that's the way you have to do it. <laughs> they're going to find some, like, director who's done nothing but, like, vines and pay him, like, $20 million to do this, like, first movie ever. Yeah. I mean, I, like, I can name, like, 10 directors right now that would do a great job that wouldn't cost a whole lot of money. You know, but they're not going to give them a chance because I don't know. I don't know what the desire to have like a music video director or whatever the fuck commercial director they need nowadays to to do a movie. I mean, I don't know. I just don't understand the the whole, the whole thing. But um, anyway, man, that's that's about that on that. I uh, I don't know. The the whole environment's changed. You know. It's why, it's why directors like John Carpenter don't want to work anymore. You know, because the environment is so different than how it used to be. Yeah. You, you can't make a piece of art anymore. You've got to make a piece of like uh, easily digestible bullshit. You know. About the numbers, movie. Yeah. I think that'll that'll change. You know, it'll, uh, everything seems to just go and, uh, fluctuate, you know? So I think once people get tired of this, you'll see a change. And then you'll yeah. have another crop of better directors come in. But honestly, man, another thing I was thinking about that I consider an issue was the fact that so many horror fans, uh, seem to embrace the asylum type of shit. And enjoy it, like that and trauma. Now, I'm not begrudging anybody that, but the problem is when you do that, when you embrace the lowest common uh, denominator, 
as you said earlier. Or, or you're okay with shit. They're going to keep giving you shit. You know? You know, if you want better movies, stop watching the dog shit. Because they're going to have to get better in order to get your money. It's that simple. So if you're going around buying asylum movies and eating them up and buying all that shit and complaining about the lack of good horror movies out there, well, you know, there you go. I don't know anybody that comes out and says they like asylum movies. Maybe that does that person does exist. I think the person it's, that buys asylum saying, movies is somebody at like Walmart who like thinks they're buying Transformers and buy Transmorphers on accident. It's uh yeah yeah uh, it's asylum. I'm just throwing that out there, but there's other people oh, okay. who make you, know, you just mean like stuff. shitty movies. Yeah, yeah, they're just like shitty low budget. Let me put it that way. They're buying low budget yeah. movies just because of low budget. And I understand they're trying to help, yeah. you know, help, uh, you know, help these people out. But if they make a low budget movie and it's shit, then maybe they don't deserve your money. Somebody who's yeah. making a low budget movie that's good does deserve your money. But you don't give them your money because you already gave it to a shitty director. But there are people who well. are content with wallowing. Get that. Uh, low budget is one thing, man. It's it's the whole, uh, you know, like you said, trauma earlier. You know, the whole yeah. uh, like you know, Lloyd Kaufman really plays up to that. You know, kind of like a character he plays. You know, yeah, really, really plays up to what they are. And I don't particularly like it. You know, it's fine if you know someone likes that. I just I don't care for that shtick. It's not cute. It's not funny to me. You know, it, it was fine in the '80s, but everybody else was doing the same thing. You know, he just has kind of not done anything different since then. That's all he knows how to um, do. Some of the best trauma shit is stuff that Lloyd Kaufman didn't have anything to do with. He just bought and put trauma's name on it. Um, in my opinion, but uh, I don't know. That's a whole different problem there. Um, but let's see real quick and we can go ahead and finish this up. The last thing I wanted to mention was, uh, you know, Daniel Craig has turned down playing Bond. Oh, I didn't know that. Yet again, he, he has been offered, uh, I believe a hundred million dollars and he still turned it down. God damn. And, uh, so... They've been trying to find somebody new, and there's been a big petition going around to get uh, Julian Anderson to play the next Bond. I don't know if you heard about that. I did not know. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? But uh, before that, it was Idris Elba. See, I love him, and I love uh, Julian Anderson, but uh, I don't know. If it, uh, I, I don't know. I. I don't know, man. I love both of them, but I don't see the bond. Well, one of the big bond uh, creative forces, whoever's behind that whole deal, came out and said uh, they didn't think bond should be black. This was, you know, six months ago, and, you know, everybody's in an uproar. Oh, blah, 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 Idris Elba, you know. And, you know, he kind of had to backpedal and come out and make a public apology. And I'm not even sure who that is, but you, you probably know better than I do. I, I'm not a big Bond guy, but uh, 
Yeah, so that's pretty much the, that whole deal. They're trying to find somebody to replace Daniel Craig. They can. There's, there's good actors out there that can do it. It'd be nice to have a different uh, style, I guess, at the parade. Craig's done, what, four, four of them now? That's not a bad run. Uh, I remember Roger Moore came out years ago and said Cuba Goody Jr. should be bombed. Was that after boat trip? I guess so, man. It was before. Uh, it was before Craig. I think it was after Frost, or maybe right towards the end of Frost. What was the first uh, Craig movie? Um, uh, Casino Royale. Was it, it was Casino Royale. Okay, and then Quantum of Solace, and then uh, Skyfall. We're missing one though. Uh, this last one, I can't remember the name of it. The one was it not had, Skyfall? Uh, back no, 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 the third one was Skyfall. Uh, it wasn't Quantum of Solace. No, that was the second God damn it. I'm going to have to look it up. See, I don't know this shit. I, I haven't. I've seen Casino Royale. That's the only one of those I've seen. I think the first one's better. You think the first Casino Royale is better? Yeah, I don't. I don't like the new new Bond style. I was okay with uh, some of the some of the Pierce Brosnan stuff, but I, I don't like the Daniel Craig style at all. It's it's too weird for I like, me. Uh, Brosnan. I like Brosnan a lot. He felt like Bond. Uh, Goldeneye, I think, is uh, an excellent movie. Spectre. That's the one we weren't we weren't putting in there. There we go. Have yeah. you seen Spectre yet? Yeah. Yeah, it has uh So you're a big game, guy. Uh, you're a big Bond fan, huh? I I wouldn't say I'm a big fan, I do like Bond. You've seen I all of the new ones. Of mine is a huge Bond yeah, I have. What does he think about Daniel Craig? I think he likes it fine. Uh but his favorite Bond, I believe, was Roger Moore. I can see uh, it, because Roger Moore is just batshit crazy. <laughs> see, I'd go with Timothy Dalton. I do like Dalton. I like the first one he did. The second movie wasn't so good, but it wasn't his fault. Oh, I loved the second uh, movie. They have a really good documentary uh, about the Bond movies. That all of them are interviewed, in, except for Sean Conn. Of course. He's too good for that shit. Uh, But it's really, really cool because you see how humble and uh, cool uh, Roger Moore is, which I knew that. You ask him what the worst Bond movie is, he'll say, or the worst Bond is, and he'll say him. Uh, (laughs) And uh, Pierce Brosnan's pretty much the same way. He's a very laid-back good guy. But the story about Brosnan is uh, really shitty the way he was done. Because he was actually supposed to take over after four instead of going. Yeah. And they were fitting him out and everything for him. He could not wait because it was like the was it? thing for him. Remington Steel or something is what held it up? Yep. Remington Steel, uh, they had a certain amount of time to uh, renew his contract, and he went to the last goddamn day to do it and fucked him up entirely. 
Uh, uh-huh. So he had to wait till '95 to do that. So I think it was CBS or whatever company that did that. Everybody who did that had been caught. That's just uh, that's what they do, man. That's just shitty because they knew he was he was trying to you know get out and do bond. And they just they were probably trying to see if he would. They were trying to see if he'd buy out if they'd buy out his contract, probably. Maybe. Uh, but I don't know if it, uh, where it was that they would not renew it, and then they did. Uh, he was already being fitted for the suits and everything. Man, you talk about a guy who is like vanilla, who has no charisma. Look at Daniel Craig, man. I'm sorry. I don't like that guy. I haven't liked him from day one. His, uh, I don't know. But I'm not a Bond person, so I'm not the best person He's to judge. He's not my favorite Bond. Uh, but I do enjoy Casino Royale and Scott. Inspector was fine. But, I just don't, uh, I don't see why he's such a... A huge star. I just don't. Uh, I just don't see it. It'll be interesting to see the way they go with that. You know, if if Gillian Anderson gets it, I'm gonna watch it just because. I'll, oh fuck yeah! I'll fucking watch her on anything. Yeah. I'll watch her do her laundry. Yeah, you just waiting to see if the last thing she throws in there is whatever she's wearing. <laughs> it's panties. Score. Um, but <laughs> well, that's that's all I had to talk about, man. Is there anything else you wanted to add? I think I'm good right now. Just wait for a small little show. Well, cool, man. We'll go ahead and uh, we'll go ahead and uh, wrap it up. And uh, we thank you guys for listening. And as always, you can check us out at Two Peas on a Pod on Twitter. Give us any show recommendations, any ideas, stuff you'd like us to review or talk about, and we'll talk to you next time.